Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Bit Effect. Today, this has been the last six months. This is going to be kind of our mid-year review. You know, everything that we've played and what we think of these first six months of 2018. So, with me today is my good friends Craig. Hello. Mike. Hello. And Lucas McCann. Um, hello? Yeah, McCann? I don't know. It's the first, first name that popped in my head. I, I have no idea. Okay. So, so if you've listened to our, you know, best of 2017 or our mid-year review of last year, you'll kind of know what you're in for. Kind of take, you know, a bunch of different categories and we say what the best thing we've played this year is. So we don't need to have had it release in 2018. This is just what we've played from last year to right now probably going to be full with a lot of new releases though it's just the way things work so gentlemen has it been a good six months for you yes yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i i guess i guess you know what then you know what screw it we don't need small talk this is gonna be a long one anyway mm -hmm. so let's let's jump right into the categories we don't care how you're doing nobody cares how i'm doing they want to hear about games yeah. all right so Gentlemen, so far this year, what has been your favorite world to explore? Mm. I will give you guys time to think and say for me, it is the world of that one area in Europe that I played in Kingdom Come Deliverance. Mm. I've had a lot of fun just, just walking around medieval. Is it Bohemia? I think it's Bohemia. If you like that, Dave, you can get like a really, a really, really open walk around Europe in Google Street View. Like, if you like that kind of thing. Okay, but you don't have mead winches, there aren't horse droppings everywhere, and people aren't yelling at you because you know how to read. It, it's just pretty interesting to just walk around a recreation of Middle Europe in the Middle Ages. I just found it fascinating. Walk around, watch people do their laundry, and take, take a dump in the streets. It was, it was, I had a blast doing that. Not the dump thing. <laughs> yeah. And you're the same person who didn't like Shenmue. I am the same person who didn't like <laughs> Shenmue because unlike Shenmue, there are things to do. I, I don't actually know enough about this game, Dave. So what, what do you actually do point to point in this game? Okay, so point to point, it's very simple. At the beginning of the game, you follow a linear path to get you to, say, the first opening area. And then plunk. You are just dropped in the middle. You have a main quest you could follow, but literally... The rest of the area is yours to explore. You do whatever you want with it. So, I mean, if you're like, you know what? First thing I'm going to do, I am going to level my blacksmithing skills to maximum. You could just run around pillaging towns and all that. It's very open. And I normally don't like that, but I've, I'm following the main quest. So I go from place to place. Like, it's pretty open. Is it quite a flexible game? I mean, does it... Um, does it just respawn villages once you leave them and things like that? Or... I don't know what's permanent and what's not because I don't really do the things to test permanence. Like, I haven't gone and wiped out a town or anything yet because it's actually really hard to do that. Ah, okay. So, I, yeah, I don't I don't really test permanence in that <laughs> regard. But, I, I mean, like, um, take Skyrim and ground it a lot and it's pretty much what you got. I mean, to the point where you can't even save whenever you want. Okay, so what makes this a better Skyrim than Skyrim? Well, um, the, the melee combat is actually really fun. Like, it's very slow-paced uh, parry and riposte kind of combat. It's not the Skyrim just mash until you rub their faces against your weapon enough times. There's also a lot of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Consequences to things you do. 
So if you're, you know, if you're out at town, in town in the middle of the night and you don't have a torch, you will be arrested, you will be thrown in jail, and you have to sit and stare at a screen for like 12 minutes while you serve your sentence. It's not time-lapsed. Nothing in this game is time-lapsed. It's pretty cool. The game itself is janky as all balls, and it's not exactly what I would say is, is an amazing game, but for a nerd like myself, it's a lot of fun. Okay. It just seems like, I think, with the whole controversy, it seems like this game might have been overlooked by a lot of people. Um, so what would you say to the naysayers? Do you think it's, it's definitely a game worth, worth trying? Um... I think it's worth trying if you can get it at a fairly cheap price. I wouldn't pay full price for it because okay. it is janky in the way. Well, I mean, um, if they're just a publisher, but a good analogy would be something like Dead Island where it was janky and it had a lot of things wrong with it, but it was still sort of fun. And mm. for me, the sort of fun outdoes the janky in this one. Or if you've played it, the quickest way to say it would be it's kind of like a first-person Mountain Blade. Which loses me completely because I know nothing about Mountain Blade <laughs> too, but hey. Mountain Blade, <laughs> it's ace. It's ace. You should play it. But Okay, moving on. So uh, what about you guys? Come on. What's your, your favorite world so far? It's got to be Monster Hunter. Well, I mean, I'm sure you've all listened to our Monster Hunter episodes. So, uh, yeah, Monster Hunter. <laughs> I have a feeling that that's going to be a pretty common answer this year. Mm -hmm. um, I, I had for um, my thought on this up until maybe a few days ago would have been the crazy mad Japanese world inside Persona. Because although you don't do a lot of exploring, it's pretty nuts. And I kind of I liked it. But I've changed my mind right now to um, Sleeping Dog's portrayal of Hong Kong. Because there's just something mm. about that place that's just ace to run about in. Oh, yeah. The street markets and all that kind of side of things. I know it's probably nowhere near real Hong Kong, but it does feel like a living, breathing place. And I just I enjoyed my time in there. Uh, to your other note, like Persona, the only thing that really taught me was I would be scared to death to try to navigate Japan's subway system. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Come out of train before you know... There's like 15 staircases all leading off in different directions <laughs> and you always end up in one square. No matter what way you go, it's just... It's, it's <laughs> mental. I, I was initially going to go with Monster Hunter as well, but, but when I fought into it more, I thought, not 100% sure I'm convinced that's the world I want to be inside. And I think, I think Persona 5 does take it. Um, however, of course, this isn't my optimum environment for Persona. Uh, I think it is a little bit too restrictive in what you can do in these areas for the most part. But they do look lovely, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's definitely my, my top choice. But I don't think I had enough options. I mean, State of Decay 2 was, was an awesome little world to be inside. Um, but it's a bit dreary, you know. I don't think I'm going to find much much to eat in that place. So I'll probably just go to Sunderland and have a Big Bang Burger. Uh, I, I now see. I would. I would dare the subway system for a Big Bang Burger. I think <laughs> I want to be called Commander. Uh, out of curiosity, this is kind of off topic, but what do you? Uh, no, we'll save that for the Persona episode. <laughs> Never Jeez, mind. I was going to see Dave. Just, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You could just bleep all that out. Moving right, on. Swiftly. Next question, gentlemen. It relies on your eyeballs, and some of our eyeballs are broken, but we we listen to them anyway. That is the best looking game. Like, the one you would show to your friends and say, Cool, this looks great. I'm not going fast. I'll go first and say Monster Hunter. Hands down, no contest. Monster Hunter is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what, what do you find so, so amazing about it, Dave? 
Um, let's take just mainly the first area, the jungle area. It is teeming with little bits of life everywhere. The fact that, you're, you know, your character is pushing apart leaves and is trying to, you know, you're crawling through. The, it feels real if dinosaurs and fire-breathing things existed. It just feels like a place that I've played it for 200 hours and I still feel like there's places there I haven't been. Yeah. And Don't... from from end to end, it's detailed. I think when you see the water in the mud, you suddenly think, this is quite a nice Or the tracks there. in the mud. You see them yeah. leave that squished <laughs> down track. Ah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything is very vibrant. Um, again, again, I hate to say it, Dave, but I've, I've decided to push Monster Hunter to the side as much as I hate to do this and say uh, that I think looking at God of War, at least from the first couple of minutes, that is a mighty beautiful game. I think that will be pipping it. It is time. a beautiful game. However, I was I was the lucky lucky recipient of a beautiful gift from a good friend. That that gift being an American copy of Tekken Seven, and <laughs> boy, does that game look beautiful. That's a. I I didn't I sort of doubted you when last time you were saying about how Street Fighter gets taken for a bit of a bit of a walk in the park by by Tekken, and you know it it is a bloody Pretty good looking game. I'm surprised that you know when you go into the the treasure mode and you play it at twice the speed, you think, is it humanly possible this is even happening on the screen? But uh, yeah, be- beautiful game. Absolutely love it. Yeah, that's kind of now the next gen bar for fighting games for me. Is is it better than Tekken Seven? So <laughs> I absolutely understand. Did you play Injustice Two? Anyone? I I did. For some strange reason, I I think Injustice Two might just steal it for the best looking fighting game, but mm, very very close. Really? Yeah, yeah. There there's something very special about the Injustice Two engine. Feels like they. And his name is Swamp Thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's the only reason to play Injustice Two is Swamp Thing. All right. So for my answer, um, and I know we've got a podcast upcoming about it, but. And this is maybe a little bit of a curveball. For being a PlayStation 3 game, I think Persona 5 is one of the best looking games I've played this year. And it's just for all the little quirky details going on and all the... Um, it's more like a artistic... Yeah, it gets by on style mm-hmm. instead of like raw Yeah, horsepower. it's... There's it just... There's so much built into it. And you can look at the same cutscene over and over again. And every time your eyes will be drawn to something slightly different... Um, I think one of the best examples is when you do an all-out attack, uh, which is where you do like a all of your team attack a monster and kill it. Um, you'll have like a little cutscene. So, for example, one of the characters will sit on a chair and spin around like a Bond villain, and <laughs> um, there's just so much going on around it, like silhouettes in the background, and there's like a kaleidoscope effect going on around some of the edges, and it's it's beautiful, really, really beautiful. Did you, by any chance? Um, quit out of the game by going through the menu system just to see the crazy little extra animations you get for going back to the title screen. No, but I will do that next time I boot it up. Thank you, Mick. What happens? Uh, he basically, the screen all cracks open, he swings across the screen and it says, do you want to go back to the title screen? And it all fades out. And stuff. Ah, there's, that's cool. There's so many weird things. When you Even if you're just choosing different menu options from the options screen, you get so many little special animations and things. It, it's uh, pretty amazing, yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of Nintendo, how they can slide by on nothing but pure style yeah. 
and still compete with some of the heavy yeah. hitters. Definitely. Um, yeah, I I don't think that that's a bad answer at all. I mean, the style is. We'll talk about it more <laughs> on our Persona episode. <laughs> I agree as well, and I would have Persona down as being quite up there. But the thing about Persona and the style and the beauty of it is, for me, all most of it feels like it's in the menu systems, in the wee periphery animations, in your all-out attack animation, exiting the game. Whereas the game itself, it looks beautiful, but a game I played trumps it, which is Pyre, which gameplay and menu and everything in that game is like a screenshot's worth of a desktop background. It's a flipping beautiful game. The art style is so different to anything that I've encountered before when you're playing through the world. The overworld map is beautiful. You zoom in and out and the, the combat animations are beautiful as well. The whole thing for me, just screams awesome. That's Pyre. Uh, Pyre, okay, okay. Now, this is just a, a Dave thing, but Pyre is the basketball from Supergiant, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Okay. All right, because my brain always confuses it with that. What was that one that came out around the same time that was always next to it in PSN? It was like Battle Chasers something, Night War or something like that. And I always get the two confused. One's like a turn-based and the other one is basketball. Yeah, it's basically... But that's when, yeah, I mean, guys. It's, it's by no means the best game of the year, but looking-wise, it is, it, it is basketball. It's basketball with a limited amount of moves you can do. So, you know, there is that. But, Does it beat Looney Tunes basketball? No. <laughs> no, no the, oh. I mean, the, ba- the, the gameplay is satisfying and lovely enough. It's not that... We're talking about the looks, goddammit. And it looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I like making you say bad things about games you just love so much. It doesn't beat Bastion, nor does it beat, would you call it, Transistor. But it do- it trumps them both on looks, I think. Th- those are two it. very high bars, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're setting really high hurdles. All right, speaking of setting high hurdles and watching people just not even try to jump, just plow right into them, what's your most disappointing hurts your heart yeah i've only had one disappointment so far that one major disappointment and it's a very recent one when we got black ops 3 as a bonus post e3 or (laughs) during e3 i got Mm. not the game not the multiplayer it was the zombies i got kind of a bit hyped for and i was excited and myself luke and sam jumped in and it is just dreadful it we only played a couple of rounds and all three of us were like this is rubbish i think luke you must have quit the game and uninstalled it that minute (laughs) 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 and i jumped back into battlefield (laughs) it's the first time i've not uninstalled a call of duty game based on rage quitting so it's a yeah honestly (laughs) i i did actually i played i didn't play the single player i played the multiplayer and it was like a um a liddles or aldi version of titanfall 2 (laughs) I won't have you knock the brand name of Littles, all right? Actually, Grim do you know has what? told me of some of their Aldi amazing products. Amazing. That's actually not fair. It's not fair. It's more like the Home Bargains <laughs> yeah, version. Of, yeah, it's the Poundland <laughs> of Titanfall 2. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. And to be fair um, to the single player, it's just as bad. <laughs> I, I remember playing about halfway through the single player and playing some of the multiplayer. I'm going, eh? Yeah. And that was about it. Yeah, pretty bad. I, I, as much as I'm not a big fan of Titanfall, yeah, Titanfall kind of does everything that does except way better. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and it has I, Titans. 
I feel bad because I would never have played it had it not been free. Hmm. Um, but I, I, once I saw it was there and it had zombies, I yearned after the World at War zombies experience I had 15 years ago or whenever the hell that came out. 10, 10 years ago. Jeez. Um, because World at War Zombies was ace I remember hammering that to death night after night after night um, playing it split screen and everything it was well exciting and I just I actually even got to the point where I was telling Luke this Zombies has a story it might be a bit like Left 4 Dead we could recreate those awesome days it has Jeff Goldblum it has Jeff, mm. Jeff Goldblum you it don't has... need a story no he's oh, the worst don't start looking Jeff yeah. <laughs> he's so creepy <laughs> I never noticed it before, but yeah, go make me shiver. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, Mike, Luke, what are yours? Uh, so I picked up SteamWorld Dig two on the um, the Switch, and it's just kind of it started off well, and then it seems to run out of steam. <laughs> um, it overstays its welcome. It just it doesn't seem to do anything different from the first one, which I really enjoyed, and I've kind of. I want to finish it because because I had so much fun with the first one, but it is getting to the point every time I turn it on, like after 10 minutes, I just want to turn it off. And it's really disappointing because the first one was so much fun. I've tried the first one a couple of times, never really got into it. Is it worth knuckling down and playing it? Um, the first one. If you if you have played a good bit of it and you're not getting any further, you're probably not worth it. You know, it's it doesn't change radically, but... I, it reminded me of a game that used to be on Miniclip where uh, that flash site, I think Craig and I put a lot of time into this where we were supposed to be studying at college, where you'd yep. go down and you'd <laughs> gather ore and then you'd mine your way back up and stuff. Um, but it's kind of mixed with a little bit of a Metrovania sort of feel. Um, but it just, I, I don't know what it is. It's, it just doesn't add anything new. It just seems like it's full of filler. And the, I think the last bit I got to was okay you you've made it to the bottom now you've got to go find three artifacts that are all over the map and you it's just more of oh okay how do i get there okay now i'm going to unlock this talent that'll let me do this but it doesn't feel like the progression's worth it it's not challenging it's it's just a bit meh not like busy work a lot of time yeah yeah it it's overstayed it's welcome i think i'm 15 hours in and just yeah i was gonna say the first game's only about five hours or so isn't it Mm. or at least that's what Oh, was it really that short? Yeah, it's quite brief. Oh. You just, I think it's only sort of like four different sections of types of rock or something, and you pretty much get to the bottom bit, which is all <laughs> well, technology-based. I just played into How like Long that. to Beat, and SteamWorld Dig 2 is only seven hours to beat, allegedly, but it's felt like 15. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's time to move on to me, and I, I, in no surprising fashion, have been disappointed by games which weren't technically even released this year i took it on me to delve into a hell of a lot of capcom collections this year we've had a well from last year we had the Mega Man collections one and two the, Amen, the disney brother. afternoon collection and um i i even grabbed the uh capcom arcade cabinet for the uh xbox one backwards compatibility oh good man and of course the street fighter 30th anniversary two of these games really disappointed and the first one was in the arcade collection i played a game called hyperdyne sidearms which sadly it's 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 pretty terrible i don't even know why i completed it but um the less we say about that the better i don't, I don't know if you have any opinions on this game dave it's not um, good. It's, it's kind of up one. there with like Legendary Wings for me, where it's like, yeah, it's a game. Legendary okay. Wings is the game that lost me the point it decided to turn into a side scroller, and I thought, I don't. Oh, know now what see, this. I liked those parts. Really? 
Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, I used to have it on NES, too, so I played a lot of it as a kid. Oh, man. Well. Uh, but, yeah, things like Speed Rumbler. Uh, let's let's use that as an example. It's just kind of, eh, yeah, it's okay. It plays, it works, it's kind of fun. Or Section Z. I, I, I oh, don't I, have any good feelings for it. I actually dropped Section Z after forgetting to press continue on the countdown. Um on the final <laughs> stage, so I did almost complete that one, but it was that was absolute an absolute nightmare. It's basically revolving around shooting behind you and in front of you all the time, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much, and it gets rather boring. Oh, and there's so many horrible traps where it's got things which bounce off and use some sort of weird physics system. But it, this is crazy. These are all games from like pretty much the eighties, and they're they're absolutely punishing. But the the thing is, I know that. When I say CPS 2 now, I'll say it with a lot more pride, having played a lot of these CPS 1 games. Um, however, the <laughs> the other game, which is oddly enough linked in with this, is the original Street Fighter, included in cool. the collection. Um, now, I played this on, I think, the, the Commodore 64, possibly, the port. Oh my um, gosh. And I, taught, I played it as a curiosity back in the day. I think it was probably, you know, about within the two years of street fighter 2 coming out and i thought I, I need to try it i need to see whether it was actually any good but coming back and playing the pure arcade version of it is such a weird such a weird game it seems like the, the special moves don't work for a start but you can basically bait, beat the game by just dragon punching <laughs> it's, it's such yeah an just do thing. the motion over and over and over and over and over again eventually it'll come out yeah, yeah. and it, and it did it's work. not it that, got... and it's not that they're broken it's that it is frame perfect on the what? input. You have to be right on. And the kicker with one, I'm sorry, me and Grim were just talking about this earlier, was it doesn't register on button press. No, it no, registers you hold on button the bu- release. Okay. Yeah, I, I held the button, started the motion, and then let go of the button at the end of it. And most of the time I could get it get it down to, a, down to some sort of weird special art, which isn't needed anywhere else in the in the world anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it's it's terrible. Somebody should have went back in time and smacked those people. What are you doing? What are you doing? Boy, it... I, I want to change my mind now. I'm really disappointed by this. I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds so <laughs> disappointing. I want to change my mind. This is terrible. Street Fighter is is the first one is a travesty of a game. It is laughably bad. Okay. But I mean, the 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 biggest problem for me is that I'd played ports and I really thought. You know, maybe there's a, a a pinnacle of this mess with the arcade version in this collection, and you know, coming away is just as sour. It was a bit of a bit of a disappointment in itself. I didn't expect great things, but I expected a little tiny bit better. But don't um, worry, Mike, because there are games like you all over the world, and <laughs> we're all disappointed in Street Fighter One. <laughs> um, myself. Uh, I, I have two for this, and Mike sort of touched on one of them. Uh, my first one's going to be Dynasty Warriors 9. I was so hyped for that game, and it is kind of crap. It's kind of... I mean, I'll find a way to have fun with it, but it's bad. Like, like might have killed the series bad. Ooh. And uh, that, that was a shot right to the heart, because I will accept whatever crap they push out, as long as they put Dynasty Warriors on it. I'll be there day one to buy it, and this is the first time I regretted that. So it it was it it sucked. What's the worst? And what's num- the biggest offensive thing about the game, though, Dave? Because I I've seen videos of this, and it, generally I think it seems that it looks okay from outside. I mean, I'm not touching a pad, but 
What is it that absolutely yeah, kills yeah. it? Um, the biggest problem it has is it feels like it was developed for a PS2. Everything is so empty. There's nobody around. Every, uh, no matter what you're fighting in terms of, you know, you're going up against, uh, let's say, Cao Cao's army and Yuan Shao's army, they're all exactly the same, and they all behave exactly the same. So, whereas before, people will, will say Dynasty Wars is just a button smasher, generally people that play it will know it's not really. You actually have to pay attention to what you're doing and stuff like that. This, it is genuinely a button smasher. You just hit square, and you're pretty good for 90% of the game. Didn't they hold back like some of the biggest characters, like the most well-known ones, for DLC as well? Like there was a big. Uh no, not not okay. None of the big. I mean, all the big names from the last ones are here. Mm. But there are some like like fan requested ones, right? That you know they've held. I mean, that doesn't bother me too much because that's Tecmo Koei now. They just do that with everything. But yeah, the the base game itself is is pitiful. Whereas I might tell you guys, you know what, guys, pick up pick up Dynasty Warriors Eight. It's it's a lot of fun. I will never say that about nine, ever. That's a shame, man. You were so um, excited for it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, and again, I'll have fun with it. But I don't know if the series is going to continue now. I don't know. Um, disappointment that's sort of along with Mike is Street Fighter Two. You say Street Fighter One. I say Street Ooh. Fighter Two. Who, mama, that game did not age well. Like, playing it on the collection, there are so many things that fighting games have done since that, of course, that game can't do because it's, like, you know, old grandpappy. But it's I just don't find it fun to play very much anymore. Yeah. Did you, you went through all the variations? Yep, yep. I, I finished them all. And, I mean, I'll play new challengers, and I'll play some super turbo. But uh, if I'm not playing with friends, I'm never going to touch Street Fighter 2 again. I mean... The weird mechanics of, like, every once in a while, I think it's like a 1 in 500 chance, you'll just throw out a special move for no reason. Or the RNG, there's RNG on damage. Sometimes a heavy kick will cause this much damage, sometimes it won't. So, no, that's not a fighting game, what are you doing? So, yeah, like, like, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, my only real disappointment with it was that not once did I ever see that puking animation, which, which I really liked. When I played it back in the day, um, oh, I remember Blanca being the puke master. Yeah, <laughs> but but okay, yeah, off of Street Fighter. Uh, yeah, but that was that was just my one of my disappointments was wow, I don't like this as much as I thought. I remembered liking it. Anyway, that's sad. Yeah. Well, this this is sad, but let's let's get happy again, gentlemen. What is a game that lived up to the hype Ooh, for you guys? Tough question, Dave. I should be used to these uh, after, me, like, five of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, God of War. I heard how amazing God of War was, and this is the best game. Oh, my gosh, this game is amazing. I'm like, yeah, it's probably pretty good because it's God of War. And then I played it and went, oh, my gosh, this game is amazing. This is great. This is so – so, yeah, uh, God of War really lived up to the hype. The fact that they changed the combat system and it looks so good and Kratos isn't as angry anymore. <laughs> oh, it's good. <laughs> Uh, and 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 a side note is I get to ask Grim what all of the runes mean and what all the words mean, and we it's, it's a lot of fun. Nice. Mm. Is that is it Icelandic or what's the yeah. Norse? Yep. Yeah. Okay. It is. It is all old Icelandic. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't Please. sure you were finished. <laughs> oh, no, that was that was, that was it. <laughs> uh, Bloodborne 
Bloodborne, everybody says Bloodborne is amazing. And it is absolutely amazing. Uh, it's... I didn't think I'd enjoy it. I tried playing it straight after Dark Souls 3 and really struggled with the difference in combat. So I went back to it after, um, I think it was a nine-month break. And just... Com- Your pregnancy period, yeah, as it were. Yeah, yeah. I've now got a Bloodborne... Bloodborne. Yes. Because it's bomb, because it's nine months. Yes, Craig. (laughs) But do you know what the funny thing is? It's a a pregnancy actually lasts for ten months. Everyone always says nine months, but it's actually ten months. Oh, 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 oh! Don't you start with that. Yes, we know. So yeah, if you've not played (laughs) Bloodborne, it is great. Next. (laughs) Um. Well, hold on, hold on. Uh, it's weird because I Bloodborne is my least favorite out of them. And I think it, it's because of that gear switch you have to do to play Bloodborne. You can't go from Dark Souls to Bloodborne and have everything be all fine. Yes. You really have to switch gears. Yes. I mean, that, that, that's that got to win best dash of the year, 2018, mm. at least. That Bloodborne dash is ace. Yeah. All right, so, Craig, Mike? Uh, for me, I my, my most hyped and loved top two game was a game that wasn't really hyped by other people other than you, Dave. Um, it was mostly hyped by myself because it was Thimbleweed Park and I bought it over a year ago and I was waiting for that perfect day. I've been saying for months and months and months and months and months, I'm waiting for the perfect day to play this game. I want no kids. I want no wife. I want a big bag of snacks and treats and juice and stuff like that and I want to go into the living room by myself and just start playing it and I finally had that day thanks to an opportune operation so the kids departed the house with the wife, I got a big bag of goodies (laughs) and I got to play Thimbleweed Park and it is by, it's one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life it so lived up to the hype I I was like shaking with excitement as it started and I just I nailed it in, in one sitting played the whole thing and just I couldn't I want more and I, I, I'm I'm so glad uh, to hear that Craig I'm so glad it was so good it, it, honestly this, the story is out. It's, they knocked it out of this park like Ron Gilbert totally knocked it out of the park I know some people didn't like the way that the story went I just thought it it just nailed it the look of it the voice acting the puzzles the story the town the set and the everything about it was perfect i'm very happy you enjoyed it i just, it, it was almost painful for me <laughs> like no craig you need to play it no craig you need to I play know. it and that went on for months i know it went on for months it but I, I really needed i really needed that perfect day it wasn't something that i could come home from work and get the kids to bed and sit down and just start. It it was never going to be that kind of game. It had to be that perfect day game, and it was. What awesome! What exactly is Thimbleweed Park in grand scheme of things? I mean, is it is it a continuation of like ma- ma- Manic or Maniac Mansion? Maniac, no, no, no. I mean, it's by it's written by Ron Gilbert, and there are some there's, there's a lot of references to old old point and click adventures, old LucasArts stuff, especially Maniac Mansion. But handily and beautifully in the menu you can act there's a, an option to switch off crap old references cheesy old references and stuff i mean the <laughs> menu system itself is perfect but it's not it's a completely new story completely new characters set in a completely new world it just it has sort enough of. throwbacks to the old stuff to make you go ah see that see that but it, it's just it's it's new and fresh 
but it looks amazing. It's built. It's not built on scum or anything. It's built on, a, on an engine that um, Ron Gilbert wrote himself because he okay. wanted the perfect engine to write the perfect game in, and it just it it worked. A treat. It wins my most fun watching an adventure game this year <laughs> award. <laughs> the oddly specific award that that is. <laughs> yep. Uh, Mike, what about you? My games are hyped, but sort of towards the middle. It's not, you know, super hyped games which lived up to expectations or anything. It's just, you know, there's quite a few, but not a boring one. I'm just going to go for one, and that's going to be State of Decay 2. It came out, it got absolutely battered in reviews. It got a void, it got three out of tens. It, Oof. it got the whole lot. Um, and, and for me, you know, I've played the first one. I, I actually enjoyed Enjoyed it for the most part, even if there were points where you'd meet an NPC about two miles away from your base, they would become unresponsive, and you'd end up parking your car directly behind them and moving them so that they'd go two miles down the road before triggering as they got inside <laughs> the checkpoint of your house. That was perfectly fine. That was that was adequate. Um, State of Decay 2, it doesn't go anywhere near as bad as those, those sort of bugs. Um, you know, it's just pretty much the same thing. It's not I would have hoped in an ideal world that this would have been a, a huge step up. Maybe to have you know, something more similar to the actual Dawn of the Dead with big supermarkets, stuff like that. But hey, we've got Dead Rising. Um, so does it live up to the hype? Yeah, it does everything I wanted it to do. Doesn't really exceed too much more. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad to say it's a relatively solid game. I sort of enjoyed it. It's not an absolute classic, but a lot better than than i was expecting from a you know you sometimes wonder if they go a little bit too far with saying things are absolute turds when you know the realities just they're not amazing that's all that's why you shouldn't listen to reviews ever i have one quick question for you and then we'll move on uh so mike the zombie game is a very crowded space, right? Like, I mean, you have Dead Rising, Resident Evil, you have things like Dead Island, you got all these different... Where does... What is the niche that State of Decay has to where it says only we do it? Well, some of the game, what you're doing is supply collecting, your base building, you're exploring new places, you're creating outposts, you're... You know, for me, achievement hunting is a big thing, so going through and just making sure I, I kill a thousand zombies with my car door. <laughs> So yeah, the, the car door can't be understated. When you're driving down a road and you've got a button to hold the door out to knock zombies off without causing damage to your vehicle, but possibly losing a door in the process. You know, it's, it's, it gets frantic. Basically, you could take someone with you. You might go solo. If you go out there, if you get wiped, that's it. It's XCOM. It's XCOM time. You know, you, you run low on health. You haven't got anything to heal yourself. You you accidentally walk into some sort of zombie, which, which could... Well, some sort of special monster which could kill you in a second, then you lose everything. You you lose that character. You might have been building them for ages because they've all got their own traits. You build them up. Cardio is the big one of you know how long you can sprint for, etc. And it it all sticks. Basically, the game saves so frequently. There is no manual saving. It's all automatically done. And the second you lose someone, you you buggered. So like end game for me, I walked in there. I I read up in advance. It said. New game plus, you take three survivors with you to the next place, fill the backpacks full of stuff, and you'll be fine. So I did that for for all my characters. Next thing, one of them dies in the middle of the action. And I thought, oh shit, I've just lost everything. I've been training that character up for hours. 
and you know in this in a single second i'd think right that rubbish uh soldier lady who i met at the start of the game she's gonna have to come now so i was i was a bit low on options by that point but everything stands everything's quite permanent and with with bugs that could be very irritating knowing though the you know the repercussions on your game but yeah um yeah it's, it's niche is basically somewhere between you know you've got your shooters and you've got things like hidden and dangerous which were like really realistic one shot kill losing forever i think it's that sort of niche and it's not a very common niche in uh zombie games i don't think so i think it's got its own thing yeah so yeah it kind of ticks like that playing diablo on hardcore feeling <laughs> uh, or or XCOM, you got it's like all right i gotta make this guy you know craig number three you've got to do this <laughs> shot man well it, it does it all and i don't know i don't know whether it does everything to everyone's standards but it tries to do everything and uh, you know i appreciate that all right okay uh the next one is a bit of a personal one i guess but uh it's a question i have called glad i own this system is there something that came out to where you're like oh thank god i have an xbox or oh thank god i've got a switch because i can play this uh for me it's a bit of a cheat because i have cuphead and I never thought I would buy a system to play an eight-hour, twenty-dollar game, but if even if all I have for my Xbox is Cuphead, I am so glad I got it. Um, for me, um, not owning many systems, in fact, only owning a few, uh, is Persona, because had I not had the PlayStation, I wouldn't be able to play Persona. There we go. That's easy. All right, I can, I can accept that. Yeah. The only the only addition I have to that, and I can't remember when I played it. But the best thing that I've ever played in my VR world has been Super Hot, which I think I might have mentioned oh, before. Super Hot. Super Hot in VR. If you own VR, you'll be glad you owned it if you play Super Hot in VR. That was Resi 7 for me. I am so glad I played Resi 7 in VR because I've played it without VR and it's good, mm-hmm. but it's not the same though. Yeah, that's a quick one, but. Persona, yep. for, for, for sure. That's it's fine. Just... Can I cheat a little bit? Yes. Did you ask Amy? Uh, <gasps> oh, no, you gave my wife's name away. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I, I'll replace that with Frank. Did you ask Frank? <laughs> <laughs> Frank Fontaine. Fontaine? <laughs> 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 um, I'm going to say I'm happy I own a Switch. For the reason that I have a preference to play indie games on my Switch, opposed to my big TV, the portable mode thing just works perfectly. Um, and some examples of those games would be Star- Stardew Valley, which I'm really, really enjoying. Um, I don't think you can finish that game, <laughs> but it's uh, I've put 30, 40 hours into it at least, and it's just something to chill out with before I go to bed. I also played Wonder Boy 3. Uh, which again is another little fantastic game um, remake of a of a, a Master System game one one that I hold very dearly. Um, it's one of the first games I completed with my dad. So um, yeah, I just love it. It's you know if there's an option to play it in the handheld mode and I can get on the Switch, that's my preference. Okay, I can accept that. I'm totes with you in that as well because I really want to play Stardew Valley and I see it in the PlayStation Store on sale again and again and again and I'm like, <laughs> I can't, I can't bring myself to sit and play a game like that on the PlayStation. 
Had I yeah. a Switch, I, it would be right a uh, uh, definitely time. See, I wonder what's better. I know a lot of people that swear by it on the PC and PC only. Uh, and then I know a bunch of people like you, Luke, who swear by it on the Switch. I'm like, no, this is great. You can play it handheld. It works perfect for that. So I wonder, like, if I was to play it again, if I would play it on PC or Switch. You can tell it's designed for the PC. Like, the controls on the Switch, whilst they're they're passable, they are a little bit janky. It's not... It's not as fluid as I think they could have made it. Oh, it's like a Terraria thing where it's like exactly. this was made for PC. It works, but it's made. Yeah, okay. Yeah, gotcha. that's a that's a really good comparison. Yeah, it it is worth noting that the Switch version has got priority of patches on the uh, on the consoles anyway because it's seen a lot of updates and I've put like fifty odd hours into it, but they do still still keep uh, you know improving it. So it's definitely one one to get on the Switch if you're going to get it on console at all. Um, right. But yeah, yeah. As oddly enough, the Switch didn't factor in. I thought, which is the first console that I don't really need? And that was, was the Switch, oddly. <laughs> so <laughs> apologies there. But but uh, when it comes down to it, my, my battle at the moment is basically between the PS4 Pro, which I think is an absolute necessity, especially when you've got the 4K TV, HDR, etc., etc. Um, and it's, it's become a godsend for even stuff like the iPlayer with 4K support recently, which is which is very, very nice. But I think when it comes purely down to games, uh, PS4 does still take the lead. But I'm going to throw I'm going to throw the curveball that I'm going to go Xbox One as well because basically backwards compatibility is still continuing to be a, a an endless pull. Um, it's lovely game to play old games, and I think you know once they've got every single game on there, it's going to be you know like like the Wii um, like the Wii was before playing the GameCube games before it or like the the Wii U. Where, well, technically you could cover three generations of that thing, and uh, you know, you I have like, like six generations <laughs> on the Wii U if you did it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> but you know, it's I like it. I like a system that does a lot more than it should do on out the box, really. And uh, and I think the the Xbox One, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't think of playing multi plat games on it to be honest, because they're always going to look better on PS4. But you know, as as a system. If you put purely using it for just backwards compatibility, along with the odd exclusives, perfect, perfect. And uh, I, I don't think I could do without it. And it's the first time I can say that since I bought it, quite a long time back. So um, yeah, you were early adopter to, to Xbox. When we all went yeah. PS4 within the first year, anyway. Uh, but see, I'm really happy to see. I think I think Microsoft found their thing. Like, um, a Nintendo's is always going to be, well, they're Nintendo, they're that weird uncle. Mm. And and PlayStation's is always going to be, you know, the, the mature gaming experience because PlayStation. And Microsoft seems like they're finally finding that, oh, backwards compatibility is a huge thing. If they mine the crap out of that, then they'll have something nobody else has. Well, well, don't get me wrong, I've still got faith in Nintendo. I think they will continue to be good, but this this second year has been a bit of a bit of a shambles to be honest and all, it's been all... an n64 year one <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah, year one for the switch was was relatively decent i've already got enough enough systems to satisfy my usual goals of having free you know like killer games on it um but i don't think anything more is going to come until like year three at this rate so that's it yeah that's kind of uh, that's kind of par for the course for Nintendo, but we're not talking about that <laughs> so let's continue on all right, the next one, and we've all kind of already said something along these lines, but why don't more people like this is the next category. This? This. What? I can't see what you're holding. 
I'm I'm doing a very intricate fan dance. <laughs> oh. Um <laughs> Uh no, like what's a game you've played and been like, why why? Why don't more people like this? Why isn't this, you know, everybody's saying how amazing this is? Uh myself, it's Mafia 3. That thing surprised the ever-loving crap out of me by how much I enjoyed it. And I mean, I bought it on a whim of like, ah, it's 15 bucks, whatever. It's Mafia, I'll play it. And it turned out to be I was playing nothing else for the next 70 hours. <laughs> uh, it, the things it does to an open world game, I think every open world game should do now. I absolutely love it. Like what? Well, um, at the beginning, you'll get your usual Assassin's Creed, here are your collectibles. Except they factor into nothing but being collectibles. There are no missions based around it. There's you get nothing if you get them all. You're just getting them because you want to get yeah, them. Yeah, because you enjoy the world and yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and nothing to do. Uh, the side quests. There, you have three factions, right? You have the Italians, the Irish, and the the Haitians. And instead of doing like twelve different side missions for each factions, there are five. You do five missions. That is it. Okay. It's like, oh, this is this is great. I guess it bucked so hard against the Ubisoft formula that just that change of pace was wonderful. Not going to lie and say, you know, having Playboy magazines and Hot Rod magazines as the collectibles may have made me get them a little more. I, I don't know where to go with that. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed all of it. So do you think that's maybe more because, like, you know, the, it's not a AAA game? Do you think that's just they didn't pad it out because they didn't have the time or money or you think that was a design choice? I, it feels like it was a design okay, choice cool. because there are other time sinks involved if you want to, but side missions and collectibles aren't really a time sink. I like the sound of that. It sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and I mean, who cares what I think? What do you guys think? You know, the only game, the only game that comes to mind, because I could go, why don't more people like adventure games and stuff? But I know, I understand the reasons why people don't like them. Do you know the only game... Shy. Gum on floor? That I know. Gum on floor. Hell. The only the only game that I know that I really, really, really loved that you guys don't like is Gravity Rush. And I oh still don't understand why oh, you don't dead. like Gravity Rush. It felt like a tech demo. Um I I'm I'm with Luke on that one. It didn't yeah. feel like there was much game there. It felt, whoa, this is cool. And then what? Yeah. You know, it was just that kind of thing. I'm okay. All right, I'm, now, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Craig. Well, now I understand, and now I'm out of answers for your question. <laughs> um, we, you guys, if if nobody has an answer, you could just say Blood Bowl too. <laughs> I have one. It's been be controversial. And... But I'm gonna go for it. Ooh, ooh, right. Ooh. So ooh. I'm not saying this is a great game, and it, but I think the bandwagon jumped on it too hard, and that is Star Wars Battlefront Two. And oh, what a beautiful game! Classic. I know. Right, but I would never have bought this because I was on that bandwagon, but my good friend Dave sent me a copy and then I was obliged to. But I'm really glad he did because there is a good game in there. It's just unfortunately, it has been tarnished by microtransactions and a progression system which is meant, which makes you spend money if you want to proceed. Um, I don't think they'll ever fix it, but the steps they've taken to try to, I think are a good way forward. Um, I had a lot of fun with a couple of the modes in the game. Um, heroes versus villains, especially, was good fun. But they made a big mistake in, you know, they gave everybody 
some people could buy things or they couldn't I, I don't know but essentially as a new player that picked this game up six months later I was getting my ass handed to me regardless of what I did just because people were like leveled up and I don't agree with that and they've made steps to fix it but they've not removed everybody's powers and levels so it's still completely broken and unbalanced however if you spend enough time and you know it didn't take me that long to level up to a point where I could at least compete there is fun to be had um and as a star wars fan i did have a lot of fun with it so hmm the the inter- it seems like a lesson learned kind of game yes definitely definitely i think i don't think ea would be so stupid to do it again um but i think the internet went too hard and rightly so maybe but you know if you judge it on how the game actually plays now it is it is acceptable well that was kind of my problem with it i mean i didn't play it but I did watch that whole kerfluffle a lot, and everybody was, you know, bashing the microtransactions with good cause. Let's yeah. say, I mean, yeah. you shouldn't do that. But every, but nobody was mentioning whether or not it was actually fun to play, and it looked fun to me. Like, I mean, I, I'm watching, you know, the gameplay videos I was like, yeah, it looks kind of fun. I'd play it. But everybody was too busy bashing the micro, and nobody really mentioned that. Yeah, it's kind of a fun game. If you get a game with people of a similar level as yourself as in like star cards and stuff and once you've figured out the mechanics it can be a lot of fun like really really good fun um on on par with battlefield one but if you get in a game with people that are of a lot higher level than you it's not fun at all on par with battlefield yeah. one <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> all right um mike what do you got Ooh, that's it i i, I would have thought stated the k would have been yours but let's see if you can get another one. Oh my word oh my word um I'm not 100% convinced I've got anything here. I could say, but oh, I thought Code Veronica X was still pretty good. No, no. Oh, dear no God. <laughs> but, I don't know. Um, well, I don't know who my audience is for this, but I, I've personally always been a, a, you know, I'm a lifelong Capcom fan. That's it. If Capcom ever released their own system, I'd still buy it. I would have bought it back in 1992 oh, or something. day one, man. The system. Day one. But, but the one thing of Capcom's that I've never fully acknowledged and taken to heart is, is the Mega Man series. So coming through the entire Mega Man base collection, you know, 1 to 10, uh, since pretty much the new year, has a, has been like, you know, an opening of arms to say, yeah, you're welcome. You, you know, it's, it's quite obvious Capcom themselves have always said pretty much Mega Man is or our main spokesman <laughs> I've always ignored it, you know, I always go, no, screw that, it's Street Fighter, it's you know, it's Resident Evil, it's whatever else. But I think I think playing playing the Mega Man series, I, I think my main my main announcement of this is really why not play them all? Because you, you know, you can play Mega Man one and two or something, but I think they are all, all really good games and they're definitely worth going through. And and I think, you know, anyone who picks up the collection, you might just want to pick up the first half of the collection, but, you know, it gets discounted so often. I'd say they're relatively short games. You know, you can beat each of these in probably, you know, three, four hours. Yeah, if you're going in new, that's, that's yeah, three, four hours a pop. And you should pick up the second one because eight, eight is amazing. Yeah, eight, eight is amazing, I also like Seven as as much as it's sort of maligned by the oh, yeah. community. I I did actually enjoy it. Um, but I I think I'm I'm not really looking at an audience. I'm just thinking if it was me in my own shoes, um, you know, 
what would I be looking at? Because I think Mega Man's had a bit of a bad rap from me for no real reason, and and coming embracing him properly as the mainline series of games. I think it was you know something I, I better shout out and say you know what Mega Man Mega Man's cool. Look out for Mega Man Eleven. Um, All right, I, I I endorse that fully, hundred <laughs> percent. Welcome to the fold, brother. I guess is is what you say. Uh, here's one we might not all have entries for, and I'm curious to see if you guys do. What is your favorite new character? Ooh. I've instantly got one. Instant favorite new character. Does Okay. You'd right. be able to get, you'd probably be able to get um, from Thimbleweed Park. There's a clown. Ransom the clown. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if it's the childish bit of me or whether it's just so jarring in an adventure game, but this clown swears like a trooper, is depressed. <laughs> I mean, basically, you could be controlling him. In the game, you control several characters. I think you juggle up to six at once. I can't remember. But you're controlling him and you're clicking away and he's like, why the f*** are you clicking that? What the f*** is this? Totally and utterly. He just shouts and swears at everything and anything regularly he's a real life crusty the clown really is what he is. really like but like crusty the clown that's actually you know suicidal lost all his money and is turned into a complete bastard it's amazing and it is a bit of oh it's funny because he's swearing and breaking the fourth wall and swearing at you but it's more that it's so jarring in that type of game to see a character like that i just thought it's fantastic what i did Good answer. Uh, mine is very quickly going to be just Link and Clay, like Mafia Three again. So, uh, moving on, <laughs> Mike, Luke. It, it's it's hard if you don't really have one. That's fine. It was just you know something I don't really think about very often, and then it hit me I'm like, oh yeah, the new characters. You know what? It, it what what it would be is probably a character from uh, Yakuza Six. Had I played it, that would definitely be it. Mister Mister Beats Cashy, wouldn't it? Most likely, but I don't know his role in the game yet. Wait, 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 wait. Beat Takeshi is in Yakuza 6? Well, T- Takeshi Katana. As in... Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay, spoilers. All right. Well, I mean, I mean, saying a person is in the game isn't really a spoiler. I mean, that's a back-of-the-box thing. I, actually, I'm quite... A f- I'm offended now. All right, well, all right, we'll see you later, Craig. I'll miss you. Bye. Uh, Luke, do you have anybody or no? I'm gonna say the king from uh, Breath of the Wild, like the 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 hermit guy that you meet. I, I really like that character. I'm not that far in that game. I'm sure there's better options. Okay, but did you know he was the king of Hyrule? No, that in was the like COVID. point Half three seconds. A second. Really, you didn't no. get it. <laughs> did everybody else? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I saw him floating in. I'm like, yeah, that's the king. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get it. I, I feel so bad. <laughs> uh, that's all right. That, that's quite. But remember, I'd been playing how many Zelda oh, yeah. games the last year? Like I know you. <laughs> all right, then let's um let's move on to uh still playing. It may it came out earlier. You may have already completed it, but you're still finding yourself drawn to it. I've got an entry for this. Another world. I have been playing that for about 20 years <laughs> and I still haven't completed it and I've probably owned it on five or six different devices and consoles over the time. I had it on the Atari 
I had it on a Nokia mobile phone. I've had it on the PlayStation 4. I've had it on the PlayStation 3. iPad, Android, Nokia, Atari. I've had it on Windows. Never completed it. I can't bring myself... I can't force myself through that game. But we're going to play it again, Dave. And I am going to complete it. And you're going to help me complete it. You're going to make me complete it. I I hate that game so much. I think the first time I actually played it... In fact, a few times I've booted it up. I can't jump over the dog at the start and I just give up. <laughs> Screw this game. Okay, so 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 Luke makes me play Prince of Persia. You make me play Another World. I hate you both. Prince of Persia is a Mike, if you make me play Flashback, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh my god. I've, I've played Flashback. I, uh, uh, Mike, Luke, you guys have an answer? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think... Uh, in the short term, you could say that something like uh, Persona 5 is definitely holding up some sort of <laughs> podcasting schedule at the moment. <laughs> However, <laughs> you could also say that I've been playing Breath of the Wild for a hell of a long time, and that despite transitioning consoles, I'm still not close enough to the end of that. But the one that takes it with a record of something like four years now, I think, so far, is the fan-translated... Valkyria Chronicles 3, which I must have finished. And every time I dip in, I play it for another 20-odd hours, and there's no sign of it ending. How long to beat pegs it at 120 to 140 hours? That is a hell of a significant game, and it's it's been... That's Dragon Quest Seven levels of time, jeez. So, uh, Dragon Quest Seven is still something I'm going to be picking up on the 3DS as well, so wish me luck. What? Oh, jeez, man. All right, I'll see you next summer. Uh, Luke? Yeah, I'm going to... Um, we have been playing a lot of Rocket League again, uh, or we were for a couple months. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a game I just keep on installing every now and again and playing. But since we've started playing that, I seem to just turn that on when I've got 10, 15 minutes spare. Um, and there's just something something so relaxing about it. There's It never gets old. Um and it, it's such a weird thing. I mean, it, really, I don't think the music's that great visually. It's not amazing, but there's just the mechanic of it is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kind of like sitting back and just playing goalkeeper. So it's a good game to just chill out with. Yeah, especially when now that Dave's told us that music does exist in the game, now we're aware of it. <laughs> <laughs> Off by it's default. Proper Euro trash, <laughs> though. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. Rocket League is like that weird type of game where you don't need... There's not a very high skill floor to play it, but that skill ceiling is infinite. Mm, that's a good way of putting it. And it, that always come, has me... Come, another thing that always has me coming back, that um, my hard drive died, and I had to replace the hard drive. And so all of my save games were lost because my cloud was full because Sony doesn't give me 50 gigs. They only give you 10. And so I lost all my save data for Enter the Gungeon. I recently reinstalled it, and I've put 50 hours into it. I've been playing it so much. I th- There's something about that game that always keeps me coming back. I can't ever put it down for good. L- not like I can with like Isaac or Rogue Legacy or Nuclear Throne or any of the other roguelikes. Something about Gungeon that just always grabs me right by the nuts and says, Play me! I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, okay so the the next one is we've all touched on them already uh the best indie game you've played this year Ooh. uh personally i have bloodstained bloodstained even if that's all the kickstarter did that little one-off 8-bit looking game is absolutely amazing i've completed it eight times now oh I, I think it, it is it is an amazing game that 
I would put up there with Shovel Knight. Whoa. Like, I think that might be my new bar for retro style indie games. So I'm right proper excited for the proper Bloodstain to come out. But until then, that held me over quite well. It's a great game. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dave. I was very excited for that game until you said it. you put it next to Shovel Knight. Um, <laughs> you don't like Shovel okay. Knight. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, but, oh, Mike. Oh, Mike, get out. Wait, you played all of Mega Man and you think Shovel Knight is bad? It's dire. It's like, You're but, blowing my mind, Mike. Hey, hey that's, a, that's another argument. Oh, oh, indeed. And Mega Man eats the wasp. <laughs> no, it's great. You get to jump, jump, jump. Slide, slide, slide. It's great. No, uh, what about you guys? What do you got? Well, I, I don't think you need to guess what my... I I think if I had to guess, you would say Billy Hatcher and the Giant oh Egg. Oh my god! How no, it'd be your... Tricky Towers. How did? You... Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, the best and only thing to come from Kickstarter that I have loved to death, obviously, has been Thimbleweed Park. Um, long may they continue to write good games. Seeing as it's one one game so far that he's been released, and it's been four years or three years of development. I'm hoping for another one in 2019 or 2020. So that I'm looking forward to that. Well, yeah, it went right. It went from like the cave to Thunderbolt Park to has he announced anything no. yet? Oh, 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 it's all mystery. Mm. It's going to be good. Anyway, Thunderbolt Park. Obvs. Obvs. <laughs> okay, well, um, this isn't a good question for me, but if I really have to search, search my soul for something, the only game I've really played that sort of fits fits this description is probably a battle block theater which i played recently um and it was it seemed that's okay. good times yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah yeah i liked it i liked it it seemed okay but i didn't feel like i was playing it and it's i think it's it's possibly set more for multiplayer play and i didn't really have that so um it, it wasn't bad but oh I, yeah i played it multiplayer so that might have colored it a little bit you're right mm-hmm. but i think i think that pretty much wraps it up yeah all right Luke? For me, uh, one of the best games I've played this year, if not in a good while, is Wonder Boy the Dragon's Trap. Um, as I said earlier, it's one of the first games I completed with my dad on the Master System, so got some really fond memories of it. But um, they've done an absolutely amazing job of uh, reimagining that game and what it would look like today if, if they were to start again. Um, mechanically, it's, it's very, very similar, but... Um, on a, a visual and an audio level they've just completely redone it and it's in a really nice like um hand-drawn way and the great thing about it is you can flip between the old visual and uh, sound with the click of a button i love when games do oh, that it's, so much uh, there's just been so much love put into it and you know like the great thing is like visually it, it looks amazing but the sound you know the, there's some really good soundtracks from the master system version but they haven't just like you know redone them or, or or started again with the track that's kind of similar. They have just created new tracks with different layers and different instruments, um, that follow the theme exactly. So you can flip between it and it won't it won't miss a beat. It'll just keep on going, um, and you know, it's 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 not for everyone. I don't. I think if it's a, it's a sort of game that if you didn't play the original, you you're maybe not going to have the patience for the mechanics because. To be honest, they haven't aged that well and the whole backtracking thing isn't for everybody. But if you've ever played that game or one of the the, the previous ones or the ones after, I would really, really recommend it. Um, there's a cool bit at the end when you're getting the cinematics and you can just see the amount of love. and like They put pictures of the developers when they were kids and 
like who they are now and stuff and like ah, that's cool you can, you can just tell that yeah you can just tell they absolutely loved making it and it's nice that they picked one of the few very few good monster uh, monster boy monster boy games yes monster boy <laughs> wonderland one that series wonder boy wonder boy <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, like three and four, I think, are the best of the series, and I'm glad they picked one of the really good ones instead of starting from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah. All right, speaking of sound, though, best soundtrack, guys. Persona 5, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Persona 5 wins it for me, hands down. It's one of the best soundtracks in gaming. Uh, Persona 5 was going to be my answer, and then I heard Cuphead, and I've, you know, gone on about Cuphead enough between this and, like, Retro Rewinds and everything. The soundtrack is amazing. Your great-grandmother would love to dance to it, let's put it that way. I never play nice. I'm the devil's right-hand man. I can't let you pass. Cause you ain't done everything Bring me those contracts Come on, bring them to the king If you haven't finished your task Haven't worked assiduously No, I cannot let you pass Don't you mess with me Don't mess with King Ty Don't mess with me Don't mess with King Ty Mr. King dies, he just what I say. The devil has his price, and I'll make sure you pay. I don't have time to mess around. Mike, and I hope well, you co- controversial here. Um, I was going to go Persona. I mean, I even got the, the mini soundtrack with the, the version of the game I got oddly, but then my mind wandered to Capcom and I thought maybe Monster Hunter that's quite a good soundtrack and then it wandered a little tiny bit further and of course as this has been the year of the well the 31st year of Street Fighter having a game released which has every soundtrack which which is pretty much the pinnacle of all game music to me has brought that back to the light and it's a beautiful to hear all the Street Fighter 2 Alpha, nice. 3 music 
I might just say Persona anyway because obviously we've <laughs> that was wonderful. No, no, no. You're supposed to. You're, su- you're supposed to say Mega Man because you played the collections, man. And Mega Man okay, is the pinnacle of gaming music. That is a valid. That is a valid option too. You know what? I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to answer. <laughs> I would Mike like leads the fifth. Um, to have an honourable mention at this point for that kid's a cappella Mortal Kombat. I think. <laughs> <laughs> of, of everything I've seen this year, that it was just fantastic, and I think oh, he deserves a round of applause. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even do it. He's got... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the worst thing is he didn't like, he didn't actually break the parts up. He just did it all four times. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, I, I, I think it's good ben, we need to see him do more alright gentlemen uh, the next question is you were excited for this game you got your hands on it you played it you finished it and then you went eh it's okay I have an incredibly controversial one on this one but I want to see what you guys put first I'll drop mine in straight away because I finished okay. it last night and uh, it was uh, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition Oh, you're nuts. I did not necessarily think it did enough. I thought it was brilliant getting to play as Dante again. And you know, I I, I don't I don't agree that it's bad going through the game technically a second time. But but I did think it, it didn't hit the same bar as like Devil May Cry Three for me. Um and you know, this was all well known to me, but it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. And I walked away from it at the end thinking, that was really good actually and then you know, over reflection over the day, I thought maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. I mean, maybe three is a really high bar too. Like three is amazing. Well, don't, don't get me wrong. I did jump straight into uh, definitive edition of DMC, and I thought, yeah, this isn't uh, this isn't as good as DMC four special edition. So, oh, it, really? No. Uh, uh, oh, I think DMC trumps everything but three. Uh. Yeah. Oh, that, that, I don't know. I, I, I put it down a peg, really, but it wasn't as good as I hoped it would be. I thought secretly it might be a really special uh, Dog May Cry game, but, you know, the future's um, there with the series now. So. Mike, when are we going to start our offshoot Capcom podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Relatively soon would be a, a best. <laughs> um, Luke, what do you got? Can I go later? I'm struggling. Um, <laughs> okay, all right. It's, it's- this Craig? is a similar question to the disappointing question. It, it's similar, but, you know, disappointing, you're, you're, as soon as you boot it up, you're like, oh, All no. right, okay. <laughs> and then this is, you know, you finished it, you enjoyed it, and then looking back, kind of like Mike with Devil May Cry, you're just kind of like, eh, yeah, whatever, it's a game. Okay, right, I have got, I have got an answer for you. Okay, Dave. shoot. And it's not anything against it's not anything against the game or anything because I really <laughs> enjoyed my time with the game, and I thought it was great. I love these. It's just that afterwards, I haven't given it a second thought. So until this very moment, I hadn't even thought about it in this way. It's only your question that's made me think of Final Fantasy X. Oh, I was going to say it has to be that. I I I can understand that. Thank you for your understanding. I. I I well no I mean I mean I think I think with a lot of them it all depends on when you play yeah. it. Like if you had played that game as a teenager, oh yeah, you'd have been, you'd been can... like this game is amazingly important. Um, so yeah, I can understand that completely. Now 
on the same token, <laughs> you're a bastard. <laughs> you're a dirty bastard. Uh, on the same token, I want no, I don't want to answer any questions about this because, you know, it's a thing. And I have a second one, but my first one's Persona 5. The second one is going to be Dissidia NT. I was excited. I played it. And then now I don't care if I ever play it again. It's like, eh. Well, I, told Whatever, to, game. I told you to be wary about that one, Dave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, come on. You're giving me a chance to play Onion Knight in a 3D, beautiful PS4 game, and I can smack Titus upside the head with him? I can't say no. What kind of monster do you think I am? And as for the first answer, we will talk about that more on the episode. Okay, I've got my answer. All right. And it's going to be a little bit Shoot. controversial, I think. Uh, and I didn't finish the game. Persona 5, uh, I don't Oof. think it does enough. To... Talk about it more on the podcast. Well, yeah, we've got a podcast upcoming if you've not heard. <laughs> uh, but I don't think this game did enough different from 4 to keep my attention. And after all the, the ooh shiny kind of wore off, the 50, 50 hour mark, I think it was for me. Um, <laughs> I love that Persona is the 50 hour is the ooh shiny yeah, yeah. mark. But I mean, there is so much ooh shiny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just, I don't know, I just... I'm not. I've not fallen for the characters like I did this, before, and this is your final thoughts for the next podcast. It's not though. It's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Save it. Yeah. Okay. I'll save it. I'll save it. But uh, uh yeah, uh, Luke. That's gonna be interesting because it's gonna be me and you versus those two. We're gonna win. I last last All time right. I came to your defense, you called me a scumbag or something. So <laughs> <laughs> strange bedfellows, my dear. Strange bedfellows. All right. The next one is, uh, we'd like to do this, and uh, gentlemen, what are your goals for the next six months? With the announcement of uh, Sekiro, the new FromSoft game, I have, I'm glad they are putting Bloodborne and Dark Souls to rest for a little while. It feels like the end of an era. This is good. Now is the time for me to go through and finish all the games 100%, because I have saved the DLC for every game from Dark Souls all the way up to Dark Souls 3. Oh, have not touched them. Dave, Operation Sequel. Because... Is this an announcement? No. Is this an announcement? No. No, it's not. Um, Damn it. But yes, I knew there would be some point where I knew there would be no more souls. And I need to save some of it. So I have saved all of this. I am going to rip through this shit in the next six months. And it is going to be so good. I want to hear it. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll talk to you about it, but I, I'm not going to do episodes on it. The world needs to hear it. Our 30 listeners no, need to they hear don't. it. The, the world does not need to hear a 34-year-old guy spooge all over a microphone for four hours. They don't need I, to hear actually, that. Actually, I would subscribe Some to that. Some people have made a living from that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do you guys got? What are your goals for the next six months? And remember, you will have to answer for it at the end of the year. It's a it's a dry spell in releases for me just now, so it's clearing the pile of shame before like Fallout hits later in the year, um, and then obviously before Yakuza Six time when we go for that at Christmas time. Um, I just want to clear the decks essentially, so I've got six or seven games. I was speaking to you last night about this, Dave. I just can't bring myself to play one of them just now, but I, I need to get through it. I need to pick myself yeah. back up off the net and get myself back in the game was that enough was that the right phrase <laughs> i don't know but 
<laughs> uh, well, we need something quantifiable. Yeah. Oh, you need an actual... I'll finish another world for a start. There we go. Um, I'll finish another world. Oh, oh come on! Six months for another world, it's man. It's taken me 20 years so far. <laughs> Six months. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> What's another six months? All right, all right. I will accept it. All right. Mike, Luke? Go on. Go on. Why not? Um, well, I handed in my letter as of resignation at work the other day um, to pursue my career as a Street Fighter Five champion. Congratulations! Um, <laughs> no, no, that's never going to happen. Uh, what what I've decided my goal should be potentially is well, I'm very close to the end of Zelda. I'm very close to the end of Persona Five now. Uh, they were the big ones. They were the absolute big ones since pretty much what September odd last year. Yeah. Um, and. And I'm I'm very close to reaching that, so I think I need to set some new big targets. Um, I don't think God of War is going to be a huge game to finish off. I reckon I could probably do that in a week or it's so. It's not too awful long, no. Although it's supposed to be what maybe a bit longer than the average one, so what twenty odd hours maybe. Um, it's taken my daughter roughly twenty nine to thirty five, but that's her never playing a God of War game before. So okay, I. I hear whispers of end game stuff at some yes, point. Yes, there I'll, is I'll end game stuff. When it comes. Mm. However, uh, I guess it might be time to. Well, no, I don't want to commit to clearing out the 3DS backlog because that's never going to happen. That's that's the biggest treasure trove of hours to to throw away there. Um, I think I'm going to get myself get myself ready for for some new stuff. I want to get ready for what, Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh yeah, and she's a biggie. I'd like to get ready for Red Dead Redemption Two as well. Oh, Dave, I've got another one. I've got another one for the next six months. We need to play some Blood Bowl too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, so sorry, 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 Luke. Uh, oh no, Mike, you didn't yeah, finish. Mike, what what is your quantifiable? Uh, let, let's just say I'd I'd like to go up a few levels on Splatoon Two as well. No, no, that doesn't yeah. count. That doesn't count. <sighs> I want a quantifiable, I will have these games finished, or I want to do this. Okay, okay. I'll have Red Dead Redemption 2 finished. <laughs> alright, alright. So, Mike, your answer is Red Dead Redemption 2 will be finished by our end of year podcast. Alright, Luke. Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition. I've been playing it for about nine months. I will finish it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good, too, man. And they, they announced two for the consoles. It's coming. Ooh. Uh, yeah, if you've not played yeah, the first good. one, it's really good. good. And it's a co-op game. That's the reason why it's taking so long, getting time together with Sam. Um, mainly because of me has been a nightmare. I'm sorry, Sam. When Sam has to leave, do you go, oh, Sam. <laughs> oh, Sam. <laughs> it's okay, Mr. Baggins. Um, and <laughs> it's, oh, you were with Sam. Um, uh, definitely try Wasteland 2 as well, man. I think that's really on the good. Switch. Yeah, that's a good shout Okay, all right. So, talking about the future, what is your next big one you are drooling to get your hands on? Spider-Man. 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 Spider-Man will be good. Yeah, that um, looks amazing. It does. It, it looks ace. Uh, myself, it is, of course, Sekiro. Duh. And uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, like, that would uh, be good. That trailer... Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my gosh, I need to play this. I mean, of all the things that E3 Cyberpunk did look amazing, um, Ghost thingy, Ghost of Tsushima looks amazing. Oh, Ghost of Tsushima, um, yeah. 
I was hyped until I found out it was from Sucker Punch, and then I'm like, my only pre-order at the moment, and the only thing I probably will pre-order this year is Fallout seventy six, and the only thing that I have yet to order that's big that I'll wait and order it at a time when I'm when I'm in a lull. Hang on, I'm in a lull just now. Jeez, Far Cry. (laughs) (laughs) So you order when we're done recording? Uh, Far Cry Five. I've yet to pick up and play through, and I really want to. It looks good, Craig. I think you should. Yeah. It looks like Far Cry. Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I know you enjoy that, Craig. (laughs) All right, throw throw The Last of Us Two onto my list. Uh, I'm not looking forward to Last of Us 2, actually. Like, the first one was good. I didn't think it needed a sequel. It's like, leave uh, it. I had to force my way through that game. Uh, I was saying to Craig that, uh, maybe we've discussed this previously in another podcast, but um, Last of Us reminds me of The Road, the film, or book, uh, where oh, yeah. it's a great book or film, whatever. I like the film. Um, but I never want to be in that world again. It, it's really too horrible and gritty, and... It's the same with Last of Us. Sorry, it's the same as The Last of Us. Love the game, but I, I don't want to do it again. It was so heartbreaking. Oh god, um, what's happened to you, Luke? I don't understand that. Like that, this is totally uh, a good conversation to have on a different podcast. But I don't. I've never ran into. I mean, I have played some. You know, like Bloodborne isn't exactly the best world to live in, and Last of Us isn't, and even Fallout. You know, they're all kind of drip. I never have been in a point where I'm like, no, I don't want to play those again. Maybe I'm like, yes, bring the depressing. Yes. <laughs> bring the emo. <laughs> yeah. It's like like Metro. Metro is a absolutely wonderfully terrible Russian world to yeah. live in. But, dude, the new Metro, I am, I'm going back with my air filter. I am good to go. <laughs> it, it's, not, it's not the depression. It's just like the story is so horrible and like – like at night after night after night we've been throwing ourselves into world war one and battlefield that's pretty depressing and and also real <laughs> i have history. no connection to you guys i don't care if you die horribly by a bayonet or <laughs> oh, oh oh that reminds me yeah. craig how is your answer not detroit uh, mm. You were really hyped for that sucker for a while. I've been and then less... it just kind of flatlined. This is one where I'm gonna, I'll get hyped for it, and I'll end up being disappointing. I am the my hype train right now is solely reserved for Death Stranding, and it will be until that game comes out. Oh, 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 oh no, am, Greg, jump don't, ship! Jump I am ship. ready for the disappointment. I'm <laughs> I'm so ready. I'm ready to embrace the disappointment. I need to be taught a harsh lesson. And that'll be the game to do it. <laughs> but yeah, right. yeah, Detroit. I, I, I'll play it. I'll pick it up and I'll play it. But I'm not day one, and I'll wait. It's already out, isn't it? It's been Is out. It? Yeah, <laughs> that's how detached that I'm from it. It's released like two weeks ago. I thought. Bloody hell! Has it? Okay, because that's why I was wondering. You're talking like ah, oh, when it comes out, man. I'm like, it's it out, came dude. out in May, twenty fifth of May. <laughs> this is how detached I am. April, May, June. Yeah. Oh my God, that's like a month ago. It's clearly not day one, seeing as it's now day twenty eight. <laughs> clearly something. Um, this is what I was saying at the start. At the start of the year podcast, I remember saying. I was really super hyped for it and we watched the demos and we've seen the, the engine in practice on YouTube and stuff like that and it looks amazing and I was so super, super hyped for it but it's just dwindled out and I will pick it up but not. 
Oh, but I, I'd be curious to see what yeah. you think of it. I'm when you do almost play. prepared for disappointment with it. We're getting towards the end, gentlemen. Best developer. I'm pretty sure you know mine and Mike's answers. But uh, Craig, Luke, <laughs> what do you got? Um, I'll just go Terrible Toy Box, which is Ron Gilbert and co. And they've only, re- only released one game and there's nothing announced. So. <laughs> okay. All right. That yeah. works. Do you guys want to go first? Um, would you like to say it together, Mike? Oh, go on, Dave. <laughs> uh, it's Capcom, man. Everything they've done so far this oh, year. Not Capcom. Capcom. Out of the park, man. They are rivaling Nintendo this year in terms of mining nostalgia and weaponizing it. They're, they're definitely on some sort of crazy trip. All they have to do now is basically say, here's a massive collection for the Switch of Phoenix Wright games, and they've pretty much done the entire entire lot. Uh, no, have... no, they need Onomusha HD is what they need, and then I'll oh. love them forever. Yeah, that too. That too. Burn <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, this year alone, it's been Devil May Cry, it's been Street Fighter 30th Anniversary, it's been Monster Hunter. There's new Mega Man coming, plus the collection. They're just just hammering these things down. It's amazing. Resident Evil Two. Yeah, DMC Resident Evil Two. Yeah, you've sold me. I'm on the Capcom I mean, boat as well. You were talking then about the. <laughs> were, you, were you talking then about just the DMC HD collection thing? Yeah. Yeah, I was just talking yeah. about the collection. Mm-hmm. They've, they've done everything. Uh, unstoppable i remember the good old years when it used to be capcom versus konami uh they they very much won that battle i think sadly yeah uh, no i mean we've we, uh, we've been rewarded aren't we for the for, the, for our, sort of our loyalty quiet years I, I never doubted them I, I think a lot of people were saying oh do you know they're putting out you know all that crapcom bollocks i don't know what all that was about but you know that they're, they're on it they're on it. I don't care if they've just added loot boxes to Street Fighter Five. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's just keep going. Let's roll on. The yeah, yeah. I, I, any any developer or publisher that will take a new system and allow you to play a complete series of things on it is, is amazing. Like the fact that I can play every Resi by the end of next year, other than Code Veronica. No, I can play Code Veronica on PS4 now too. Can I? It's three. Three is the only missing one. You can't play Nemesis. Yeah, Nemesis is the only one. So I mean, I mean that plus the Street Fighter. Yeah, they they're just out of the park. So good job, guys at Capcom. I would hug you if I could. Monster Hunter was good. <laughs> Monster Hunter was my one out of that whole list. Not not really the rest, I suppose. Well, yeah, look at that. I mean, I mean they completely revolutionized yeah. Monster Hunter, and it's now an absolute smash success. It's great. And I am going to be picking up Generations Ultimate on the Switch. So there you go. You I was talking to Grim, and Grim said he can't do it. Oh I'm, no, I've got it. I've got to. I skipped the 3DS original, so I've got to go go into it. Yeah, he said he said going back to old school Monster Hunter was rough. But uh, okay, so we're talking game of the year now, guys. Six months game of the year. What is your? This is it. Uh, it's very very simply Monster Hunter for me. No game I, I even foresee coming at the end of this year will reward me as much as monster hunter has it's uh bloodborne for me absolutely um it seems to be coming a tradition that i play uh from software game at christmas <laughs> so uh, i'm not sure what, Good tradition. Yeah, i'm not sure which one's coming up but uh, it's gonna be hard to beat bloodborne it, it just did everything everything that i thought it could do and more um and yeah it, it made me play in a way that i'm not comfortable in playing 
in that sense that I don't have a shield and I have to evade and dash and, um, and uh, yeah I'm, I'm really glad I played it and now you should go back and play Dark Souls without a shield and it's fun <laughs> that sounds like a good challenge that day <laughs> yep. thanks okay it is Street Fighter Alpha 2 Boss Battle <laughs> World there we go yes. that was a hell of Easy. a crossover they did really good <laughs> <laughs> I was desperately trying to think of one as well. I was going between Monster Park and Thimbleweed Hunter. <laughs> um, but I'll actually... Ah, uh, Thimble... Thimble Hunter yeah, Monster I'll, Park? I'm actually going to settle on Thimbleweed Park because Monster Hunter in all its glory was amazing and lived up to the hype, but Thimbleweed Park just blew everything out of the water for me. All right. Um, so the last one, and this is something that we don't really, we haven't really done much up until this point, is what's your best multiplayer game this year? Battle. Oh, God, what's the World War One one? Battle Battlefield. Battlefield. One, by far. Yeah. Not, not Blood Bowl. Well, we haven't played it yet. I've installed it, and I've read the manual. <laughs> my, my answer would, of course, be the same, with the reservation that Battlefield Five will probably make it better. Yeah, I'm gonna come out with Monster Hunter. Battlefield One is great, but Monster Hunter is the first time I've had that sort of um, objective-based big boss battle thing with you guys. Whilst we've played loads of shooters before, Battlefield One is another great Battlefield game. But Monster Hunter is the first time I've experienced that with you guys, and that that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah, that first one where it clicks is is, mm. is great. There is something there's there's something in Monster Hunter. That you get and if we played Battlefield like we played Monster Hunter, we'd get on a lot better. So Monster Hunter, but like Dave get the head, Luke get the tail, I'll get the underbelly, Mike hit it with everything, look dive over it with your glaive thing. But in Battlefield, we go, Dave, you go medic, but you drive off in a tank and explode <laughs> things. I'll be support, but I'll end up flying. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> if we Look coordinated and end up using well, a pistol, yeah. Exactly. If we coordinated in Battlefield like we did in Monster Hunter, I think we would win World War One. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, my theory is we're gonna get all of the the, the faffing about out in one, and once five okay. hits, that's when we're gonna, you know, get in the line. Right now, we're more commandos than we'll be part of the army. Although Tekken Seven was also very good online. Hmm. I'm going to stick with Monster Hunter. Tekken 7 was very good, but uh, Craig is a uh, known wussy boy and doesn't like fighting uh, games. Okay. I did so, I tried Street Fighter 5. You were really good with Laura. You were good with Laura. Yeah. I like. I did like Laura. Uh, all right. All right, gentlemen. Uh, oh, Mike, what's what's yours? Real quick. Yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a very, very strong year for multiplayer gaming, especially for us lot. Uh, you know, Battlefield, Rocket League. With everything there, um, Monster Hunter was was huge. Uh, for me though, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to cheat on you a little bit by saying that my, the most fun I had this year was a Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition, and that was mostly for the most part playing as Dave, which is an absolute torture chamber. But <laughs> it's a rewarding torture chamber. I I also like playing against a, a Mikhail M- Mikhail off the uh, Kieran Rest podcast. He was oh yeah a very decent folk and i like his zangief and if he fights me again i'll crush his head again but hey <laughs> we'll see um yeah that's i guess that's another one on the old street uh capcom train that we forgot to mention street fighter 5 arcade edition Woo-hoo. um all right so honorable mentions gentlemen do you have any honorable mentions that we didn't get to talk about here? i've got two all right shoot um my two would be uh, the both both seasons of batman 
the Telltale series. Oh, both were child. quite strong. I played them both this year after they were released and really, really, really enjoyed. Dave and I, in a future Retro Rewind, actually sadly go off track for some strange reason. We go <laughs> off track and end up spending <laughs> half an hour talking about Telltale. Again, to great detail about what I liked about Batman and that. <laughs> Um, and the other honourable mention is a game I've just started, I've only, I'm only about four hours into it, but it's the 2015 episodic King's Quest, which I wrote Yay! off at the time, until in that same Retro Rewind we were also talking about King's Quest. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you told Dave me not can... to play King's Quest because you said it was shit. Well, I, I, for all to all intents and purposes, I believed that, and it wasn't until it's on sale just now. So I thought I'll pick, I'll download the the first episode, which was free, and it's flipping fantastic. It's beautiful, ah. really well written, really well voice acted. Just a pleasure to play and wander through. Nice it's, one. Okay, cool. I'm gonna check that out. It's proper adventure as well, though. It's not point and click. It's proper adventuring. It's not yeah. telltale. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh... Yeah, uh, uh, Mike, what do you got for honorable mentions? Keep it to like well, three to five, somewhere <laughs> in there. Yeah, I, I might have been all all upfront about including non um, these honorable mentions, but I don't think I've actually got any. <laughs> 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 I'll I'll throw Persona Five in there because I don't think it gets enough enough love. Um, all right, that's a brilliant game. Yeah, it's tradition at this point. Craig has to get an adventure mm-hmm. game in. Mike has to get a visual novel in. So Steins Gate Zero is your oh, and Titan Titanfall Two as well. Actually, that's a brilliant game. That's what you should have put as a. I'm still playing. <laughs> uh, Luke, what do you got? Um, Super Mario Kart Eight Deluxe has been an absolute pleasure to play. Um, it's it's a really good game. Have you you played against Grim? Because he will suck all the fun out of it. Oh. And he will leave you in the dust crying like a little yeah, baby. Yeah, I, I put on one another, I think it was Trackmania, and I couldn't beat his first time on the first level. And I imagine that was just his first attempt. So I uninstalled the game. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is a savant at, like, kart racers, man. Uh, I mean, my, when we used to have the cane and rinse nights, man, me and Mike, we just could not catch him. Yeah. Nobody could catch him. <laughs> yeah, I've um I've started to see there's, like, a there's an art to it that I am nowhere near yet, which is kind of cool, so... Uh, yeah, really enjoyed that, and I was gonna say another one. I've forgotten. What is it? It's okay. I can't. Uh, it must be a lie. Tekken Seven. We'll go with Tekken Seven. It's a great game. <laughs> really, really good game. Um. All right. So my honorable mentions are very quick. Number one, we have Yakuza Kiwami. I replayed it again, and it's good times. You should play it. Number two is Rise, Son of Rome. Finally got around to playing that, and you know what? It was a lot of fun. And last but not least, is Crash Bandicoot. Ooh. I never played a Crash game as a kid to any degree at all. And going back through them now, I'm kind of a fan of Crash Bandicoot now. Nice. So, yep, I'm looking forward to the Spiral Collection now, too. So, gentlemen, 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 does anybody have anything else? Mm, I think, actually, um, Persona or Thimbleweed Park were my game of the year. Or Monster oh my Hunter. God. Oh, my god! Thank you for hosting, Dave. You did a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, all right, gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to this long, sprawling mid-year review. If you'd like to get a hold of us and maybe tell us why we're wrong and terrible people and we step on kitten skulls, you can do so at Gmail, (laughs) Facebook, or Twitter. Instagram. And yeah, go ahead and shoot us a message. Uh, Or or Instagram. (laughs) 
Okay, that's it. Craig, can we get some uh, Wonder Boy 3 music on the way out? Thank you. Love you, Ben. Okay, so yeah, let us know. Um, maybe there's games that we missed. Maybe, you know, we're old and we have crotchety old opinions. But let us know. And, well, that's it. Say goodnight, gentlemen. Goodnight, gentlemen. Goodnight, gentlemen. Goodnight. Goodnight, gentlemen. Goodnight.